This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Rams Talk, episode 16, part of the Rams Monthly Review Show. I've got three fantastic guests with me today, but first I just want to say congratulations to the England women's team on winning the Euros. Uh, all of us here were, were enjoying it, watching it, which is why we're recording a little bit late today. Um, but yeah, brilliant achievement and uh, yeah, it'll be great for wins football. But anyway, on to Derby. Um, got three great guests, as I've said. Um, first one, Chris Redwood. Welcome back, mate. How are you doing? Hello, mate. All good, thanks. And yeah, just echoing that. Well done, England. Brilliant game. It was very good. It was very good. I think hearts were in mouths towards the end, but great performance. Um, and a newbie today, Craig Nash. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing well, mate. Thanks so much for having me. Finally uh, sorted myself out and got myself <laughs> on here. So looking forward to being here. Nice to have you here. And we've got the uh, the new man at Radio Derby here today, Um I've, I've just realised I'm not 100 percent sure, and I'll say your surname, Dom Dom Dietrich. Is that how you say it? And you've absolutely butchered it. Oh, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've done better than most people. It's Dietrich. Dietrich. Oh, Dietrich. Okay, okay. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, Jake Baker. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> okay, so we'll jump straight into into Saturday's game. Um, we spoke about this off camera. Do we want to talk about Alfreton? There's no point. The reserves played. We lost. So straight onto onto Saturday's game, and I mean, what a moment it was as well. The atmosphere pre-game was electric. I think it was actually helped a little bit by the fact that the uh, the sound system wasn't working. So. It was brilliant. And and Chris, I mean, walking into Pride Park, first league game since we've come out of administration. How'd it feel? Oh, it's just amazing, wasn't it? I, I just, I, I, think I was just what I got in the ground nice, nice and early. Um, and was just watching the warm ups and just soaking the atmosphere like we are back. And I was just stood there. I just found found myself looking around and and nodding. It was brilliant. Uh, so. I don't think, um, obviously, the, the the score helped yes, yesterday getting that first win, but just having everyone back in Pride Park was oh, it was an amazing feeling. It's like a big weight lifted off all 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 our shoulders. Um, yeah, great to be back. Yeah, and and you've summed it up really well. And and Craig, you know, as Chris was saying there, it's just you go in and it it did feel a bit weird, didn't it? I I, I thought it 
I walked in, it felt strange. It was like, it felt like we'd, we'd barely left, but so much has happened since, you know, that, that final game of the season, we all walked out chanting Rooney's name. Who's Wayne Rooney? We don't even know who he is now. Um, it came around know, so quick, didn't it? It did. So quick. Um, and it felt, the first game of the season for me is always really special, but yesterday felt different because we were so close to, to losing everything. And I found myself having like knowing nods with, blokes and people around me who I don't know and I never speak to but you see them every home game right and saying hello to the steward and stuff it felt like I was appreciating it a little bit more because it was so close to losing it It was brilliant yeah yeah and and I'd echo the same sentiments and and Dom I mean it's it's a different seat for you how do you find it (laughs) yeah it definitely is um I used to sit on stair 50 when I last had my season ticket and obviously that's the away stand now so very strange yeah being back in the press box. But yeah, it, it was a great day, wasn't it, all round? And just speaking to fans outside the ground before the game, uh, having a chat with them. And that was the overriding feeling, wasn't it? It was the fact that football was on. It wasn't about the result. It wasn't about the performance. It wasn't about all the, the little intricacies we like to get into during the thick of the season. It was just being grateful to have your football club back. And what a result and a way to market and what an atmosphere as well. And Great reminder at Pride Park of what that's capable of as the 12th man, in inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you summed it up really well there. I mean, all three of you have. You know, the atmosphere was special and and I'm I'm very glad in the end that the uh, the result did it justice. Um, so I guess, yeah, talking points of the game. I mean, when the team came out, it was a similar team to what most people expected. One, I guess it wasn't really a surprise because he's played there a little bit in pre-season. Jason Knight at right back. Uh, it was an interesting one, Chris. How do you think he got on? I thought he was brilliant. I think if you, if you, I think if you told him to to, to play in goal, he would. Um, you know, he's he's one of those players. He's I know he's been heavily linked with moves away. I saw it to, for Birmingham today, which is a bit of an odd, 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 a uh, bit of an odd one. But yeah, he he was fantastic. He was getting. He, I think he was the one who put the first proper crunching tackle in um, and that really got the got the got the the fans going it's probably not his not his favorite um place at right back but he he, he made it look easy um and he was connect he was I thought he linked up really well with um with with Mendez Lang um and he was uh, he was yeah he was he was really good really good really pleased for him and just hope he's just hope he stays now yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I mean, you know, I was a little bit surprised when he was named at, at right back. But yeah, as you said, put the first crunching tackle in. He was everywhere, wasn't he? And I think he, he did himself proud. Although, as you said, there, I'd be really interested to see him in goal. Um, I have a feeling that <laughs> he, he might struggle with high balls a little bit. Um, but on to someone who dealt with high balls pretty well, Craig. Joe Wildsmith. I, you know, yeah, was, yeah, weird, I was... It? I was a little bit unsure about him when we signed him, you know, reading a few bits and bobs on Twitter from Wednesday fans. But um, I think what he had to deal with yesterday, he dealt with well. I don't think we'll see, you know, what his strengths and weaknesses are until he gets peppered a little bit more and we come under a bit more pressure. But you can only deal with what's in front of you, can't you? And he dealt with everything really well. So I was really pleased for him. Yeah. um, And Dom... I mean, you know, there was talk in pre-season about him struggling with crosses a little bit. Uh, you know, people call him the second Roos and and other horrible names like that. What did you think? I was I was 
pleasantly surprised because I think that was the thing, wasn't it? You, you, you've all mentioned it there that people were talking about it in pre-season. There were lots of questions thrown Wild Smith's way. And on the morning, he gets the number one shirt, which must be a bit of a confidence boost. I'm sure he already knew uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> but there were qu- accusations about his ball playing out from the back. He dealt with that absolutely fine. When he had to make saves, he made saves. And But this is a guy that I think had a really... League One appearances to make last season three, not many. So, yeah, look, he, he's exactly. So he, he's come in and he's got the weight of a, a huge club around him at League One level, and uh, yeah, dealt with the dealt with it all very well and answered a few of those questions. I think. Yeah, Craig, I think it's got to be a a big boost for the confidence for a keeper when you know Jason Pearcey, the goalkeeping coach, has been after him for you know and aware of him for a really long time. So when you're coming into a club and you've already got a massive supporter of yours there coaching you, that's got to be big for the confidence. So we know what that's like for goalkeepers and confidence. So hopefully um, that's just the start of a very successful road for him. Yeah, yeah. I hope you're both right. And uh, yeah, I hope he can, can be a, a reliable number one for, for quite some time. I think we have we could do with a, a younger goalkeeper, couldn't we? How old is he? 26, 27. We've, we've had a few keepers that have been sort of towards the end of their careers. So yeah, it'd be nice to have a, a long-term option. Um, Wildsmith, he was a debutant. Loads of other debutants to talk about. Um, half the team had, had not played a league game for us before. Um, Nathaniel Mendes-Lang, uh, he's, he's got the best chant, I think, at the club at the minute. Head, shoulders, Mendes-Lang. I'm a big fan. I can't stop singing it when I'm on my own. Chris, I, he was good yesterday, wasn't he? He was. He, <laughs> if we can get him running in the right um, in the right direction, he'll be lethal. Um, he, he looked. Um, he, he looked. He looked a bit jaded yesterday. He looked like pre-season. I think he needed another two or three weeks. But my God, he put seventy-five minutes in in the in the tank for him. Um, and yeah, he looked like he's gonna really scare right backs and left backs. Um, and I really like the way that he kept on switching sides as well. He never let he, he never let the Oxford back force um, settle. And yeah, once we can get him running in the right direction and taking the ball with him every time, I think he'll be lethal. Yeah, uh, I think you're exactly right. Um, and yeah, I was I was very impressed with him, uh, Dom. Yeah, I just think he's that type of player that can lift a crowd. I think we had it with Eberselli, um last season, although a lot more raw than Amendes Lang. He gets the ball, carries it over the halfway line and, and sort of brings the whole team and the crowd with him. And it's someone that can be a huge benefit to Derby. But I think we have to realise going forward, he's going to be a marked man. If he keeps doing this to defences, there's going to be people watching him and, and being ready for him. And he's not an unknown quantity, is he, in League One? He, he's been here and done it before. But he is that player that can really be a difference maker. Maybe in those games that we expect where they are those sort of horrible uh, Tuesday night away trips, he could be the person to make the difference and, and almost mm. flick the switch. Yeah, I think that, that's a good point, Dom, actually. Um, but I think with the amount of quality players that we have, you know, you, you, you mentioned Hurahan's been man-marked a little bit. Um, Max Bird, I thought, was man-marked for quite a lot of the game. You know, and a player will come into a minute. Tom Barkhausen was man-marked out of a lot of the game. But can they man-mark them all? I think that's the big question. And and if we bring in a couple more, you've got to hope it'll, it'll only improve the team. Um, Craig, you know, I mentioned Barkhausen there. He was a bit quiet, wasn't he? He was quiet, yeah. Um, but I think a lot of that is to marking him out the game. 
um, which is why Mendes Lang had a little bit more more success on the other wing. Um, and as I was saying to you guys before we started recording, I think that um, Roberts tucked inside a lot and, and came into mm-hmm. midfield. So I think that took away a lot of the width. And I think if in uh, future games, if he's looking to get more on the overlap, it will give um, Barkhausen a bit more a bit more time. But what I did see of him, I thought he was good. There was a moment when he got to the byline and put a cross in and he picked the right choice there and we're unlucky not to score. So um, I'm just excited with the options that we've got. How can we be in League One and have a better team than we did last season? It's it's mad. I know, it's it's crazy, isn't it? And me and a couple of mates are talking about it and I think there's probably only two positions where I'd say we haven't strengthened. Um, you know, and in goals, still still the jury's out a little bit on Wildsmith. You know, he could be phenomenal for all we know. Um, and I'd say maybe we haven't got a full replacement on on Tom Lawrence yet, but the rest of the team, brilliant, isn't it? And another player that's sort of come in, I, I don't think he contributed as much as he probably could have done. I think he's got a lot more in him. Um, Chris, James Collins, I mean, he had that volley cleared off the line. What a volley it was as well. What did you mm. make of his performance? Um, in, in my eyes, he was close to being man of the match. Um, he really annoyed the Oxford back four. Um, we haven't had a striker like that since Chris Martin, when you know he was he was winning those fouls, uh, he was winding them up, and you know he's one of those you hate to, you hate to play against. But when but when he's on your when he's on your 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 team, um, he's brilliant, and he would say he was winning those fouls. He was getting stuck in. Um, the amount of off the ball work he was doing as well. I was noticing where he never stopped running all 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 game. Um, he was creating spaces for likes of Hurahan and um, um, Mendes Lang to run into. So yeah, so he didn't get on the score sheet yesterday, but I think it was a much better a much better performance um, than I was expecting. Not add long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really growing, I think he'll really grow into this season. Is he going to be a twenty goal a season man? Probably not, but I think he's going to be the one that's going to be letting Hurahan and Barkhausen get more goals. So I really like him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, to be honest, I thought he was a little bit quiet at times yesterday. Um, I think he looked a little bit isolated. But what you said about running was is spot on. I mean, he didn't stop, did he? Whole game. Running and running and running and running. He, you know, he scared the life out of the defenders. You know, he, he scared one defender so hard it, it, it acted like he two footed him and he went flying in the air because, you know, he was just everywhere. And I think it was quite an impressive debut. Um, Craig, he reminds me of a mix of Chris Martin and Steve Howard. Um, I don't think he's quite got the technical ability of Martin, but the way he was backing into players and winning fouls was beautiful. It's like Chris Martin of old. Um, and he's just got that old school mentality that served us so well when Steve Howard had that season under Billy Davis so um, I think he's exactly what we need in League One he's horrible to play against isn't he Mm, Um, and I thought he was going to score he took that volley so well Um, so I'm excited to see um, to see what he can bring and when him and McGoldrick are playing together I think that's going to be very exciting Oh yeah, I mean McGoldrick, you know, we've not even mentioned him. He's when he comes back from injury, I think we'll 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 get even better. Um but yeah, I mean there was one part where Collins held the ball up and someone pushed him in the back and he wardrobed himself to the floor and it did feel like we'd got uh, got the Chris Martin of old back in the team. It was nice to have a, a striker that puts himself about a bit. Um a player that I guess got a chance due to injury, illness, 
um, whatever James Collins was out with, Erin Cashin. Uh, you know, it's it's been strongly reported that he, he probably wasn't going to start the game, that he's come in because of that injury to James Chester. Dom, what do you make of his performance? I think he stepped up and, and just on James Chester, yeah, he's out with an injury and is expected to be back next week, um, we believe. But yeah, I think Cashin got his opportunity and well and truly took it, didn't he? Um, mm. Didn't look out of place at all alongside a man he played a whole season with. Uh, last time out, or at least a large part of the season, um, and he looked comfortable. I think that's the biggest compliment you can pay a centre back into. If they look yeah. comfortable and and they get through the game unscathed and get the clean sheet, that's all that matters in their eyes. And no, I think it was an impressive display. And I think uh, James Chester will be watching on, thinking, "All oh, right, okay, I've got to, I've got to put my ideas up here." Yeah, I mean, Dom, if you had to pick one, Charlton next week, you've got Cash or Chester. Who are you picking? Oh, I don't like to give my opinion. Um, <laughs> uh, I I wouldn't change a back four that's had a clean sheet. So I will sit on the fence and say, if it's worked this week, why not do it next week? But if Chester plays, I'm happy for him as well. There you go. Sat on the fence. What a way to dodge <laughs> the question. Um, that, <laughs> that was very impressive. Um and I guess another player that um, we're basically waiting as long as possible to, to talk about Hurrahan right at the end. A player that came on and I guess set up the goal. Um, well, I say I guess he did set up the goal. Louis Sibley. He's had a lot of criticism in pre-season. You know, people saying maybe it's his time to finish. Maybe, you know, his time at Derby possibly coming to an end. We need to move on. All that sort of stuff. He comes on, he changes the game. Um, Chris, Louis Sibley. Is this his year? I hope so. I think we had this talk, didn't we, about about six months ago about um, what's his best position on the pitch. And you, you mentioned earlier we haven't found a replacement for Tom for for, for, for Tom Lawrence yet. Maybe simply could, could be that person. Um, you know, I think we. I think you know. He, yes, he is still very young, but he's been in around the first team January twenty twenty. So he has got that that experience um and yeah there are i think i think there are certain roles for certain for certain for certain players and there are there's there are starters and there are subs and there are and there are finishers and, and if he comes on with, with 20 minutes to go every game and creates that sort sort of havoc great but he came on and you could see there was a big difference going forward the oxford back four were tiring um and he 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 exploited that really well, and he did have championship class. You could you could you could you could see that, um, and I think that really helped. And the setup for um, Hurahan, I think he took out at least at least three players. Uh, yeah, yes, three or four players to 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 set that up. So yeah, I hope it's his season. I really do. He's one of those who I love him when I when <laughs> in Spain when when I hear him talk. Um, so I really hope it's his it's his year. And before I, I'll come to you in a second, Dom, um, I heard a quote that he said to someone outside the ground. There was a little bit of a, a melee uh, at the final whistle. And uh, it turns out the reason behind that was because uh, one of their players thought Sibley had uh, gone for him. So he stamped on Sibley's foot. Um, so Sibley said he stamped on my foot. So at the end of the game, I celebrated in his face. And uh, I'm a fan of that quote. It's probably not the most sporting quote in the world, but, you know, that's the sort of mentality that that gets you places, isn't it? You know, Um, Dom, 
I'll come to you now. You've been sat there very patiently. Yeah, I, I just want to say on Sibley, I think um, at the Alfton game, obviously he played that night uh, and we were situated just above Liam Rossini's uh, dugout and we could hear sort of everything Liam Rossini was saying and the whole time Sibley was on the pitch, it was just keep going, keep pressing, keep pressing, keep pressing, keep running. And I mean, he came on yesterday and that's all he did really, wasn't it? Mm. To, to really liven the game up. And I think what it did with the situation around Harahan, it dragged one of their midfielders away and, and they followed Sibley into no man's land and, and he benefited from it. But just to comment on some of the people you were mentioning uh, before, Jake, maybe saying, is his time up at, at Derby mm. County in pre-season? I, in a, I think in a summer where the club have seen so many of the the good youngsters leave. I think it would be pretty reckless to rule out one of the one of the best yeah. talents we've seen in quite a while. And look, I don't think he's going to start. I think he'll play a lot more football at Pride Park this season than away from home. Um, but he's certainly a talent, and we just have our fingers crossed that he can he can get it going this season. Yeah, I completely agree, Craig. I think. Um... Actually, Rooney leaving as coach is going to benefit Sibley. For whatever reason, it didn't work when Rooney was managing. We didn't see the best of Sibley when Rooney ended up coaching the team. Um, and he really showed what he can offer yesterday, didn't he? Um, coming off the bench and causing problems. The only thing that I worry about with him is the lack of depth we have out wide. If he's going to end up getting shifted out wide if we can't bring in any more wingers. and. Yeah. That's really not his position, is it? No. Um, so for his sake, I hope we can bring in a couple of wingers who can compete with Barkhouse and Mendes Lang so Sibley can push for that number 10 role because he was excellent today, uh, yesterday. Sorry, I haven't seen him play that well for a long time. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Um, and, you know, I think it made a huge difference in the midfield. You know, I was chatting to my dad after the game and he was saying that having Smith, Horahan and Birds in midfield together, they're all terrific players, but they all kind of do the same thing you know, none of them really stretch the pitch. None of them really get in behind the same way Sibley does. And, you know, Smith had a great game, I thought. You know, he probably should have had an assist. You know, Mendes Lang probably should have buried that shot. But when Sibley came on, it completely changed the dynamic of the midfield. And I have a feeling against some teams, when when we're desperate for a goal, he's he's going to be the man. But you mentioned there, out wide's obviously a position we need to strengthen. Um, Chris, what other positions do you think we need a little bit of depth in? Uh, well, we touched on it earlier. I think right back. I think that's that's going to be a key um, position that Rossini is looking to looking to fill. Um, definitely wings, because uh, I think if um, either Barkhouse or Mendes Lang get injured, I don't I don't see any natural wingers um, that we've got on the bench. And I still think we are a striker short. Um, mm. You know, gets gets injured. Um, you know, we cannot expect McGoldrick to be playing 46, 46 games. It isn't going to happen. Um, so I do think we need, hopefully, you know, we've, we've, it's been earmarked. We've got a few youngsters coming in on loan from the um, from the Premier League. If one of them's a striker, brilliant. Because, I say, I don't think we can rely on Collins and McGoldrick to get us up over, over 46 games. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. And, uh, you know, you look at the strikers that we have with, McGoldrick and Collins neither of them really have any sort of well pace <laughs> you know they're both players they're both great on the ball you know Collins is great physically McGoldrick's great technically but we don't really have anyone that can stretch defences get in behind and and cause different sorts of problems so yeah I think you're right if if any Premier League teams have got any strikers with a 
a bit of acceleration behind them. I think that'd be very well received. And reason to get um, once we get a third striker in to get Jack Strat- Stratton out on yes, getting getting some minutes and minutes under his legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, one last player to talk about before we get onto the Charlton game, Dom. You know, Conor Horan. I mean, what a signing, first off. You know, it, it didn't feel real when he signed. I don't know if he had his best game. Probably should have been sent off, to be honest. But, we, you know, we'll whisper that quietly. But the goal, how well did he take that? Yeah, and it's something that's not new for him either. I think we read out a stat yesterday that since he made his debut in the Football League from 2011 to 2012 season, no player scored more goals outside the penalty area than him. And he scored 33 goals in that time from outside the penalty area. So it shows his prowess and it shows exactly why Liam Rossini wanted to sign him. And the minute he got that yard, worked it onto the left foot, it was almost inevitable, wasn't it? It it was almost like the south stand sucked it into the back of the net. It was, (laughs) yeah, a great moment for him and a great start. Um, And that's what Derby County will need this season, isn't it? Goals from midfield. and He's certainly there to provide it. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Uh, Craig. It was the composure of the finish that I thought was very, very impressive. I think we lacked a lot of that last year and um, even and some of the current squad who we had last year, I can imagine Bird getting it in that position and maybe trying to hit it a little bit too hard. He just made it look so easy and passed it into the net. I agree with what you said. I thought that he had a quiet game actually and probably should have been sent off, but they were keeping a close eye on him. But his class showed, didn't it? And I think, you know, 10, 10 more of those goals this season and we won't be that far off. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. And, you know, you mentioned class there. I know I said we we're going to get onto Charlton. Just one more player, Max Bird. Chris, you know, they, they marked him so tightly. They tried to kill him at numerous occasions. How good is Max Bird? He's quality, isn't he? Oh, we've been saying this for quite quite a long time. I'm glad for him that he got the vice, he got the vice captaincy. Um, so if Curtis David had had left, he was my first choice without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, he really in the first half, especially, I thought he really dictated everything we did going forward. Um, and as I say he was absolutely murdered by that tackle. Um, I think it was just before half, half just before half time, and I was doubtful he was going to come back on, but. He came back on, and within a minute, he was sprint. He was sprinting round again. So he has toughened up a lot, um, and yeah, he he's going to be a huge player for us this season. Yeah, yeah, you, I agree. And what made me laugh was towards the end, he clashed with the same bloke again, didn't he? Both of them fall into the ground. He didn't get the free kick. Bird gets up, gives him a little tap on the head, and I thought, here we go. You know, the the dark arts are coming. Uh, players are learning. You know, he's only twenty one. He's got a a lot to learn about the, the game at this level, but you just think, yeah, he's, he's going to be the man, isn't he? Too much against us last season when we were getting bullied and, and players were, you know, getting, they, 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 they were losing their, they were losing their personal battles. Mm-hmm. And yes, great to see the likes of Collins and Bird, um, Knight win those personal battles and actually come out of it winning and getting, getting the win. So it was great. It was great to watch. Great to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, Charlton this Saturday drew the first game away at Accrington 2 all. Um, can't really take a lot from that, to be honest. Um, Dom, what do you reckon? What? How's it going to play out? 
I think it's going to be really interesting give us an insight into Liam Rossini, the management manager, a little bit more in terms of how many changes he makes, if he makes any at all. Often you see managers like to tinker home and away, but will he change a winning side and a, and a side that's got a clean sheet? I'll be really interested to see that first and foremost. Um, but no, look, it's going to be another game like Oxford was, a, a team in League One that... Uh, likely to be in the top half come the end of the season and it's a chance for Derby County to sort of size themselves up again but what an away following it's going to be uh, I think the tickets go out on general sale in the morning don't they so they're going to get absolutely swept up I'm sure um, and yeah the Rams are on the road I'm sure they'll be making a lot of noise but look Derby need to go there and put on a display and, and, and get some sort of result and, and get out of there um, yeah better off yeah and uh, yeah, I think we'll all be hoping that we we come out there with something. Uh, Dom, score prediction. Oh God, uh, let's go for a. <laughs> I'm going to go for a Charlton nil, Derby one. Ooh, two one nils to start. <laughs> that would be a that'd be a nice start for us, I think. Craig, score prediction. Oh, be putting me on the spot here. You know what? I would take a nil nil now. We can keep. Clean sheet away from home. I know that's a bit boring, but our away form has been shocking. So I would take nil nil. Now they've got a big lad up front that's stock clear. So if we can keep him quiet, uh, I'll take nil nil now. Are you going, Craig? I am going, yeah. Me and my dad are going, you, yeah. You'd still take a nil nil. I would still. <laughs> I would, I, I would, well, I, I, li- I live in London, so I'm not actually travelling too far, but still, I would take a nil nil. You know, I'm just thinking long, long term. Long term, point a point away from home and winning your home games, you won't be far away. So I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> so Dom's gone one nil to Derby. Craig's gone nil nil ball draw. Chris, what do you reckon? I'm I'm going I'm going two nil Derby. I'm glad you said Derby then. I thought you were gonna say Charlton for a second. <laughs> what, what how do you think it's gonna pan out? Who's gonna score? Um who who Hurahan, Collins. Um, I hope it's our first. I hope it's our first good away performance for about twenty years. Uh, our authority, um, and who knows, a, a solid um, two 0 and we might end Saturday top. Uh, we might end at Saturday top of the league. Where we're going to stay? So, oh, that's a big call. I, I hope you're right. Um, and yeah, I guess you know it's we struggle away from home, isn't it? It's well documented. Last two years we've struggled. I think in the friendlies away from home, bar Bradford, we've. We've looked a bit limp, a little bit lifeless. You know, we seem to struggle going forward. We always try and play out from the back. Um, for that reason, I'm going to go with Craig uh, and I'm going to say it's going to be a nil-nil. Um, I think we're we're very good at the back, uh, but I think we we might struggle to, to sort of break through their defence uh, away from home. <laughs> for saying nil-nil and then you go and do it yourself. I didn't. I didn't. I was, I was on Craig's side. <laughs> so, so Charlton are definitely scoring four then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. None of us have said they'll score, have we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig, what do you want to say, mate? I think we'll see on Saturday what Rossini is a bit more about him as a manager. You know, the, the whole um, energy of Saturday's kind of evaporated away a little bit, and fans' expectations now are starting to rise. So we'll really start to see what he's made of in some of these difficult away trips. Hmm. Um, but what I liked on Saturday is we didn't always look to play out from the back. And there were times when we just got it out of there, which we didn't do enough of last season. So I think that bodes well for um, for the coming season, I'm sure. 
Let's hope so, mate. Let's hope so. Right, lads, it's been an absolute pleasure having all three of you on. Been a really good chat. Um, if people did enjoy listening, uh, you can find us uh, at Ramsamar Show on Twitter. Um, why not leave a like, leave a rating, uh, follow us on whatever platform you listen on. And yeah, lads, cheers for coming on. Cheers, Jake. No worries. Thanks for having me, mate. Cheers. Thanks for having us. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.